Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hi, 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 everybody. Glad to have you here on the second episode of Instagram Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Anne. I hope you all are doing well. The topic of this episode is influencer marketing and most of the time will be dedicated to micro-influencers. We will talk about who are they, what are the advantages of working with them and of course I'll provide you with a few useful hacks or recommendations to help you get started with influencer marketing. So let's begin. First, let's just face it. Twitter, Instagram and Facebook have all become wildly unpredictable tools for social media marketers. Every tweak of the feed algorithm leaves us spinning and we are fighting a new set of obstacles to get our content in front of fans. Power users on Instagram, both brands and influencers alike, have reported new challenges with maintaining their follower count, growing their viewership and even making sure their posts are seen by the followers they do have. So what are we up against? Consider this. On Instagram, the rate of engagement on a given post dictates its place in our newsfeed. This means that an account with 500,000 followers that only manages 5,000 likes on a post will see its content buried, while content from your friend Linda, who has only 100 followers but gets like 20 double taps per post, will take precedence. That's great news for the casual Insta user who really does just want to keep up with the people they know, but it's terrible news for us, for social media marketers, who now have even more noise to break through. To fight these changes, more and more brands have been turning to partnerships with influencers, prodigious content creators, who give them the opportunity to increase brand awareness. For years, These influencers have spun a living out of posting sponsored content as brands shout out for advertisement posts as the easiest and best way to grab eyeballs and conversions. And for a while, when the market was smaller and our news feeds prioritized posts from platform-wide popular users, that was obviously true. But lately, The biggest movers in the influencer space, from mega-celebrities like Kylie Jenner to a mom blogger with 600,000 followers, have all been struggling to produce the engagement rates they once could. Engagement has shrunk for the platform's biggest users, and mega-influencers just are not producing conversion rates comparable to the highs we saw just a few years ago. That's not to mention the costs associated with traditional influencer marketing either. In an industry where a single sponsored post by a top influencer can run into the five figures, it can be really hard to swallow the idea that your post will not get traction. In 2019, posts by mega influencers simply are not just the safest use of your advertisement budget. 
Social media power users nearly always hit a point of diminishing returns, usually around 100,000 to 200,000 followers, at which point their engagement rates and the quality of that engagement goes down even as their follower counts continue to rise. And in this case, some people are starting to think that influencer marketing is on its way out altogether, though they need to think about it again. All they have to do here is to enter the micro-influencer, who has a smaller but much more engaged following in a niche area. Micro-influencers are relatable. They are genuine. They are more likely to be engaging normal people who just happen to have a social media platform with a distinct voice and their followers are deeply connected to them. Micro and nano influencers have established trust with their audiences, which is not necessarily true of the social celebrities whose millions of followers may be only mildly interested in the content they post. And, importantly, their engagement rates are likely to be much higher than mega-influencers who may have just bought followers or bought engagement. Everyday social media users with fewer than 50,000 followers are the sweet spot for small brands trying to activate on social without losing money. Though we use the term micro-influencer to refer to anyone with a following of less than 100,000 followers. Because they are cost-effective, they have genuine conversations with their followers, and they deliver high engagement rates without sky-high fees associated with power influencer marketing. The content they post performs well organically, and their audiences are more likely to convert because of the established relationship of trust. But anyway, choosing the right influencer for your campaign can be really tricky. Whether you are a startup or an established company, it's important to be able to recognize the good acts and separate them from the bad. Now, I want to share 5 ways to help you avoid fake micro-influencers and falling from empty promises. So, the first thing you just need to understand is that the number of followers is not the same as the engagement rate. When you are on the hunt for the best micro-influencer for your brand, it's easy to swoon over an impressive social following. But don't. A long, attractive list of followers can potentially mean exposure for you. But is it the right kind? What you really want to look for is the reach and whether the following appears to fit your target market. So just think about it. Are you a good fit together? The second thing you need to understand is that following to followers ratio does matter. There are a few key things to note when distinguishing between a true micro-influencer and a poser. And the first key thing is one that you can easily find out on your own. Is the following to followers ratio on Instagram low or high? You're looking for a lower amount of followings versus followers. A red flag is if the numbers of each are practically identical. This suggests the use of the follow-for-follow follow tactic as opposed to content that drives new followers on its own. Then, remember to look for reach and engagement. An easy way to remember these two metrics is, ask yourself a question, how many people saw the post 
and this is rich and how many times did people actually interact liked comment shared saved and this is particularly engagement when you are on the hunt for some new micro influencers make sure you take the time to scroll through their feeds and check out their engagement calculate the ratio and set a number that works for you an engagement ratio in the neighborhood of 10% or more is a great start. If someone boasts a following of 20,000 people but only averages about 150 likes per post, something isn't just adding up and they may not be a great micro-influencer. Then try to avoid greedy influencers. The whole point of using micro-influencers over celebrities is their level of passion, trust and integrity with their followers. Someone who tweets all day about doggy products probably isn't the best micro-influencer for TVs. Beware of micro-influencers who are just looking to make money no matter what they are selling. Because they tend to have less integrity. Not only that, but their audience won't appreciate the blast of random products that really do not match with their particular niche. The best micro-influencers are particularly about who they will work with, and they also have their own goals in mind. Look for micro-influencers like that. They are the unicorns. And the last advice from me is to research, research and research. Knowing your industry inside and out is the key to pitching the right people. Make sure you are pitching users whose brands feel like a natural fit with yours. Their followers will notice and they have more to lose by selling out. Combin Growth application can help you find your perfect influencer also, by the way. You can search for an influencer by hashtag or specific location and then sort the results by number of likes, comments or followers. In the end, it's important to not to rush into making deals with just an old micro-influencer out there. Do your due diligence and make sure that you are not only a good fit together, but that the micro-influencer is genuine. Don't forget to use the help of professionals to find the best micro-influencers for a brand and audience and to measure the results by using the right analytic tools. I hope that you will find a perfect match for your micro-influencer campaign. I wish you good luck and thanks for tuning in to our podcast. See you in a two weeks time. Bye-bye. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.